0: well hello folks and welcome to we the people this is the american soccer podcast in which you're going to get to know everything that you need to know about the u.s men's national soccer team my name is clayton and i'm a rapper.
1: i'm ty i'm a web designer
0: and we let the nats. Clayton
1: just had a, a equipment malfunction. We good?
0: I, sh- I did. I had. I was like, I had to do it. I had, I did a scramble with the hands. Okay.
1: Uh, I just heard accident, so I need to okay, take care go. of that. <laughs> it's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people.
0: It's we the people. It's we the people. Folks, welcome to a motherfucking Rastapod. It's a Rastapod time. (laughs) We gotta get it, we gotta get it, we gotta games. We got games going on versus uh, Mexico and and Brazil. And uh, we're gonna talk about the Rastas and dive in. Folks, if you enjoy this show as it occurs, as it winds, as it unwinds and plays back for you, um, consider uh, leaving us a five-star review on iTunes and if you'd like to uh, be even closer with us than you already are, then follow us on Twitter. And that's as close as it gets for you, stranger. Just kidding. Uh, we we, we thanks, for no no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks for joining us here. No means no. Thanks for joining us here. It's a motherfucking pod time. You know what that means? That means the U.S. has dropped a roster, and we're going to read a buncher of namers, a bunches of nameses, And then we're going to talk about them. Uh, Who's here? Who's not here? Uh, what, What are these games going to look like? And what do they mean for us? Ty, shall we line them up?
1: Oh, so pumped.
0: Attention, please. In addition to discussing the roster and the subsequent games, we will also be discussing Clint Dempsey
1: and his imminent
0: retirement. So first world
1: post World Cup roster. Yeah, we're
0: back, the baby. The first
1: roster of a cycle. No
0: big deal. We're
1: back. They we're back at square long. zero with all the other fools. We're not in those yeah. negative squares that we were at before yeah. when we had negative squares and other countries didn't. Now, yeah. now we've we've given up our lead, our head start, and That's we're right. back at it full force. New cycle. Here we go, boys.
0: Goalkeepers: Alex Bono, Ethan Horvath, and Zach Stefan. The trifecta, except. Maybe let's go with the. Stefan and the protect pretenders. <laughs> Stephen, let's go with Zach Stephen and the Pretenders on that one. Uh, then we have defenders: John Brooks, welcome back. CCV, Eric Lehigh, Aaron Long. Who are ya? Matt Miazga, Shaq Moore, Tim Parker, Anthony Shaq. Robinson, and DeAndre Yedlin, the stalwart vet- veteran. DeAndre Yedlin, the stalwart. Andre veteran. de Yedlin. Andre de veteran. Uh, Kellen Acosta in midfield we'll have Kellen Acosta, Tyler Adams, Isha Boy, uh Paul Ariola Nips, Marky Delgado, Julian Green Juju Bees, uh, Sebastian Letjet. Uh that's Legit for all those listening. Uh Weston To Mc...
1: letjet to quit. <laughs> to
0: <laughs> letjet to quit. Weston McKenny. Christian Roldan, Ah, uh, the ascension continues for Christian Roldan, Will trap. And Tim Wea. Now, as, uh, for our strikers, we're going to have Andrea Novakovic, Bobby Uud, Uud Oud, and Jiasi Zardes.
1: Zardes. Ah, ah,
0: ah, 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 ty! What's your yes. first impressions upon hearing this lineup?
1: <laughs> well, so I... I'm pleased with the the progression and the way that things are going in general. I think now's the time to integrate some of the, you know, older, more veteran players who still have a role to play in the next cycle. Um, and I think you have to treat anyone who is currently, uh, you know, 29 or 30 with a, with a healthy degree of skepticism. If they're not totally game changing players, it's just not worth using any of these minutes on them. Yeah. Um, and I look back at one of the rosters that, uh, at this time, last cycle, the U.S. played Colombia, And two players who started in that game were Jermaine Jones and Kyle Beckerman. This is 2014.
0: I like it. So we're coming
1: out of strong like World Cups by both of those guys. Oh, but I they're, it. Sorry. They're I thought you were talking 30.
0: 2010, yo. Not
1: 2010. 2014. So they had a strong World Cup at 29 or 30. Right. And the worst thing to do is keep them in the freaking team. Because it's time to just turn things over, and if by the time you get to uh, the World World Cup qualifying and and the World Cup itself, and they're still somehow miraculously kicking and they're doing well, then you reintegrate them and they have all the tools they need to just hop back in. But there is no reason at all to use these friendly minutes on players who have such a low likelihood of making the actual eventual tournament that we're trying to go to and do well in. Talking about you, Bobby Wood. So well, the, the are Ooster, we, who are we, talking we, we about? have our own pro. We have other problems with some of these other selections, but purely on an age perspective, um, I am pleased with this because I, I look at you know Eric Lehigh yeah. aside maybe. Th- these are all players yeah. who who will be in a good age range to make a World Cup. And Eric Lehigh, I feel like, is the kind of player who could do it as that DeMarcus Beasley veteran you know um, clubhouse guy role especially as a fullback which is a position where we're, we're weak anyway so the, when I look at this roster I see a lot of intentionality to it one piece of intentionality I think we're missing a little bit is more of an emphasis on Olympic eligible players um, so and you know it's hard to say because of because of uh, Sargent's kind of unique circumstances but I would have liked to see Sargent ahead of someone like um, Novakovich even though I like Novakovich as a player because Novakovich is not uh, Olympic eligible he, he misses by a year so there's that's that's one kind of tactical thing that I I am a little disappointed in. Um, and that, of course I'm going to question some of the personnel because anytime I see Jassie Zardes on a roster, it's it's perplexing to me. Um, you know, to be fair, he has had his most productive year in years uh, at at Columbus, where they've designed a system around him, and he's up to 15 or 16 goals already.
0: Sure, um, sure.
1: And so so that you know. Kudos to him, but we know what you get from Giassi Zardes in a U.S. Yeah. national team shirt, and we don't need that. Uh, we don't need that for any situation, any tournament ever again. It's over. So to see him back is is a little confusing. Um, but you know, I, I I trust that. Hopefully, there are factors external to. Um,
0: I'm sure there must yeah. be reasons why Giassi Zardes is there. Maybe he's awesome to be around. Maybe he's got. Maybe it's the streak of hair. Maybe he's uh, willing to carry the balls back to camp. Um, let's see. He works so hard, so, that Giassi. He works so hard. So I noticed, So we're we're noticing a lack of um, of Josh Sargent. I'm noticing uh, a lack of Pulisic. What's what's the reason? Yeah, for that? yeah. So
1: the the headliner for the roster is that Pulisic has a knock, so he he can't go. Um, Thus begins and it a was... career
0: of of Pulisic having a higher standard for health.
1: Yeah, precisely. Precisely. Well, and especially when it comes to friendlies. Um, I have not seen the Mexico roster yet. The Brazil roster is is relatively first choice. So going into this this uh roster (coughs) announcement, I was expecting to see Michael Bradley, Josie Altador. Sure. Those players who I would I am gladly not seeing on this roster because I think we know what we get out of them and there's it's not their time, and yeah, it's time to just throw kids in and see how they do. I so. think it's
0: super worth taking just one more second yeah. to celebrate that um, young names on the list and old names not. Is that having somehow something to do with the MLS season? Toronto trying to squeeze yeah. their way into the playoffs, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah, it very much could could, and um, you know, there's there's all sorts of backroom conversations and dealings so that we don't know much about. Um, but I, I'm I'm curious. I'm going to be at the game. So in the yeah. In the so
0: so let's lay press out a,
1: conferences and all that all that she is. Let's lay so. out a
0: plot for our listeners here. Uh, Wednesday, It starts with Mexico, yay! On the 11th. Yeah,
1: yay, yay! Mexico on the no, sorry, pardon me. Brazil on the on Friday eighth uh, on, on Friday, 8th, yes. And then it's the 11th. And then and then Mexico, and I'm gonna be at both, and so I'll I'll get all the scuttlebutt, and I will uh, I will relay that back to to you, the people. Uh, if you have any specific things that you want to know about or hear about from any particular players, you can holla at us on on Twitter. I'll see what I can do. Um these games so, by the
0: way, they will be broadcast on FS1 Unimas. Uh and then Mex the, that's the Brazil game and then Mexico on uh ESPN and Unimas.
1: Right. Yep. Um and they're they're going to be crackers. I mean these these friendlies are always really really cool. Uh we we don't get a, a lot of chances to play Brazil. The only chances are, in theory, in a in a Copa America, if we have a shared Copa America situation, or in a World Cup, really, to play a competitive match with them. Um, so these these friendlies with these large teams, I, I I'm against friendlies in a certain regard, but in the absence of any sort of option for playing a competitive match, I mean, I like it for for I like for it to be Brazil at home, and they're going to have some really great players, and it's going to be a big test. So in the same way that the France the France friendly. Right before the the World Cup was it was a pretty big test, and that was a it was a good, um, a good barometer of kind of where we were at, uh, with the group and and where where um where players were slotting in with the new system. Um, it, and, it was and, a good and barometer,
0: and it was also just great to win uh, greatest in the world. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, Co, Co World Cup Co, champs. Co World by Cup champions. The
1: what, what? do you call that? The oh, street effect? rules. The rules. Bernoulli yeah, exactly. effect, like osmosis. WWE, Bernoulli effect, osmosis rules. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we share the belt. We share yes. the belt. It spends a week in Washington <laughs> D.C. and a week in Paley, due to Probably. our friendly draw. The yeah. only person who gets to um, enjoy
0: it all the time is Tim Timoya. Uh, who are you? Let's see. So so we're not. What's our angle here? All right? Let's say you're Dave Sarik and you're looking at these guys, you're looking at these games. What's the best result? What do you what's your objective here? Is it doing well with a little bit of a smack in the face to remind you of what real life is like? Is it is it would it be the ideal for us to just blow these teams out of the water and have them phone it in? What are what are we what are we looking for in these players? What's our angle here as we go into these games?
1: Good question. I think it's very different between Brazil and Mexico because when it comes to Brazil, it's totally okay if it's a it's a two one you know close loss where our our players look up to it and and there's a couple good moments and maybe someone scores a good goal and there's it's a match you know as long as it's a match I think that that checks the box that's that's what we're trying to do um, and then anytime we play Mexico we're trying to beat Mexico period so that's that's what makes the the second friendly a little bit more than a friendly because there's just no such thing when it comes to Mexico so even if the the team selection is that way even if the um, tactics and the substitution patterns and things like that are, are friendly ish. The responses from the players will be anything but friendly ish because yeah. they really want to get one over on Mexico all the time. So, yeah. Especially post Trinidad.
0: And there's no better way to write yourself into this team than being part of a, a, a victory, exactly. getting a W against
1: the, the enemy, <laughs> the enemy to the south. and uh, And Brazil, you know, I think, let's see. For me, what I would be looking for is the ability to continue a tactical game plan and a system, and and um, be disciplined and be smart, even when the opponent is scary. Uh, because you know, if we want to go deep in a World Cup, we're going to have plenty of situations where we're facing these teams, yeah. and we need to be able to to not just think, well, let's uh, let's you know bunker in and and defend for ninety minutes and hope to get lucky, but let's have a concept for how we're going to play and maybe that concept involves playing deeper right we've talked about that with the yeah. the 433 system that like okay when in 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 certain situations certain game states or certain circumstances maybe it's more of a 451 where you have those two wide players coming coming deeper um and then when you have uh it, we we talked about the sort of fidget spinner concept love me that's some fidget different, spinner different units on the field kind of teaming up to do different jobs and that there's there's a sense of of uh, of rotation and movement and and dynamism to the to the shape, organized dynamism. You know, this So was you the... don't want to see our p- our players going headless chicken, yeah, trying to make a name, you know, trying to put a tackle on Neymar for no reason. Yeah. the fidget um, spinner the came
0: out against the game versus France. It was a formation with no plan to attack ever. It was like a pressing <laughs> formation, and then it was you just roll the dice on the other end there. But it was like. Cool because you had a, a it looked like a unit of people on the left and a unit uh, on the right rather than being divided into defender, midfield, and striker.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, we had we had three groups of three, very and then Will Will trap as the center to yeah. connect any of the three groups. So awesome. So, and that that was cool. But I, as I said about the France friendly, I was disappointed that the tactics were so different from what we had seen before because I just think that's the wrong response yeah. to playing tough circumstances. I mean, I guess I could be convinced if there's a very strict system A and system B, yeah. and we play system A sometimes and we play system B yeah. at other times. But the the amount of like freelancing that these coaches do drives me absolutely insane, and I think it's totally counterproductive. I and mean, if you look at the record of like when the U.S. has been the most successful, it's when the team has a sense of what everyone's job is, you know. And it's like it's like camp or something, you know. You've, it is a camp. You, you're coming in from a context where you're used to what you're supposed to do at your club club team, and you're here because you've been successful doing that. But to absorb and then effectively execute a game plan that is unpredictable is really challenging. And we saw like that was like the death blow of the Jürgen Klinsmann era. Was uh, There was a particular match where you saw Bradley and Jones go over. It was the Mexico match, the, the first qualifier. Go over to the sideline and say what are we doing? This isn't working. Why are we doing this? And then coming up with a plan on their own for how the team was going to be configured. And that shit should never, ever happen. So, so this, and it's time we have tab ball. Tab ball is good. It works at different age levels. It's adaptable. It can, everyone can understand it rather easily. It's not going to blow anybody out of the water tactically, but that's not what we need. We, we don't want to be a flash in the pan. Like, like how Chile you know, came out with a really unique tactical approach under Marcelo Bielsa. They carried that out for, for several years. It worked really well, but people figured out, you know, how to combat it. And then you end up in a situation where you're not even making the World Cup. Um, so, so that's that's what I want from from these games and from any game over the, next, the course of the next four years, including the Olympics, including the U-20 tournaments. Just play the same damn way in some fashion and let that idea really survive because i think we've done we've gone really far and gotten really far with that concept like when uh at the last match i talked to sergeant about his role and he was saying like yeah it's pretty easy to slot in because i've been doing this at every age yeah, yeah. and that makes total sense and he a- has his own flavor and style for how he's going to play that position but he's not coming up to the senior team and being asked to to do it in a totally different and way that and that's w- that's really valuable
0: and there was something really uh satisfying about his answer in his tone, where it was like, it was like a kid explaining what their high school program is like, where you could tell that he was part of a structure that he trusted enough to not know that much about it. Like He was like, well, yeah, like, I don't know, I've been playing this since I was a kid, like, it was just the world in which he grew up in, you know? I
1: kind of like, I kind of like physics, but uh, my teacher's not that great, but, you know, I like... I thought I thought it was interesting,
0: and I think that that tone of voice you didn't get from the '90s crop of American players. You know, those guys right, fucking right, like yeah. they taught themselves on the streets. You know, they figured it
1: out. Oh. And I think we're we're in a trough now. I, I mean, I think I hope we were in a trough, and we're no longer in a trough. I like to think uh, we're on the ascension. So I think there's kind of a necessary dip when you transition between eras, and I think mm-hmm. that's the effect that we were seeing uh, in, in the 2018 cycle where you have that, that, you know, wild west mentality embodied by someone like, uh, like Clint Dempsey, who we should get to in a second where, you know, they, they develop their skills in, you know, in the, in the, the dirt fields of Nagadocious. And then they have, they have to scratch and claw their way to the top and they have to show up, you know, like Jay Demerrit showing up at Watford with a, with $600 and a dream, and then eventually becoming a premier league player and and playing in world cups. Um there's ca- just countless stories like that and if you know you you listen to uh we came to win um the the Gimlet podcast with with Nando Vila, they had uh, great stories about the the team that qualified for for 1990 and how they're training out in the middle of a field uh by themselves, you know, leading up to a world cup. No professionalism whatsoever. Then you have this new generation where the players are prepared, they are coached, they are in modern environments, modern sort of soccer training environments that people are jealous of. I mean, you know, you hear a lot of these sort of anecdotal stories about like with the All-Star game, players coming in from Europe and going like, damn, this facility is fantastic. Like you're the the Atlanta United facility is kind of the standout now. And All-Star was there recently. So you you have this, this new level where, yeah, we really are going to reap rewards from that over the long term. We have world-class infrastructure for training young players, but there is going to be a conflict and there is going to be a dip because I think you saw you know there's this well-known sort of um, gap in the talent pool between uh, birth years 1992 and 1996, which would have been the core of the team that was attempting to qualify for the World Cup, but you had... Some young guys on the ascension who are coming out of the hot-housed modern U.S. soccer era, and you had some guys on the decline who are coming out of the 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 old Wild West era, right. and it didn't it didn't mix, it didn't work well, and it didn't <laughs> produce results, and we had this this gap in the middle. So now I think we're we're moving into an era where that that hot-housed group is going to become the the core, and they have to figure out how to retain the badass soccer mentality that. Those older teams had which is the the best thing that we have going while also taking advantage of the new skills training environment and and resources that they have available like the the foosball knot yeah it's gonna be you know of that
0: no what's the foosball knot
1: it's it's a giant room-sized machine that fires soccer balls at you and then it lights up these little targets and you have to turn and hit the target and they they do it you know a hundred times in a row over the course of fifteen minutes or twenty minutes, and it it uh, is it, it, it trains your your skills at at reading the play quickly, and they can measure your analytics and how how quickly you do it. And Dortmund was the first team to do this. They invented this this system, um, and and it's installed amazing. it at, at great expense. And so Pulisic at sixteen was able to do that. Every day, multiple times a day. That's amazing. So he has access. He had access then to a cutting-edge training method that no one had even ever heard of. Now, several other teams in the Bundesliga have it. And I'm sure other other clubs have started to imitate that. Um, but that's that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Where like, yeah, our our American players just never had access to that stuff before. So it's never it's a totally that. new world. Yeah,
0: never had that. So let's uh, let's discuss. Let's see is there anything else you want to hit about this roster or about these games before we give a little just a quick shout out to a decent uh player
1: yeah uh very briefly funny thing i noticed um you said aaron long who uh aaron long's a he's a he's been a standout defender in in MLS this year for for Red Bulls. I'm Red Bulls adjacent. I kind of pay some attention but Yeah, not, folks, not I,
0: I, the, MLS you deserve a little bit of a blanket apology from me. I I have at times said the Sounders weren't good when they were. I've uh, <laughs> I've I, I've said who's Aaron Long, you know, there's but, so so blanket apology moving forward. Um, but to
1: your you credit, know, Clayton, yeah. uh, I was scrolling through the roster page on ussoccer.com and I I just laughed out loud when I saw that all the players have photos except for Aaron Long. Oh, god.
0: He's just a
1: he's just a gray silhouette head shape,
0: guys.
1: Guys, we, all, we
0: have smartphones. <laughs> no one should ever go pictureless under Google any it, circumstance.
1: Bra <laughs> bra. bra. So Aaron Long, I'm hoping that you can get out there and make a name for yourself cuz he's he's a tidy player and I'm I'm he could be maybe one of those, I don't know, Beesler level guys where it's like, yeah, you you contributed and and it was good to have you around. So um, I can't. I hope
0: to see. I can't wait to see Weston and Tyler play together. Hopefully. Oh my God! Yeah, we That's we like have yet. The so we, we can still
1: strike the possibility of the map midfield, the the uh, McKenny Adams pulisic midfield that we've all been pining for. Yeah. Um. It it happened that the triangle gets ruined for one reason or another every time that becomes a possibility, but. Um yeah, to see to see Weston and Adams again partnering. I just I love it. I love I love seeing the two of them together.
0: Yeah. Um briefly,
1: uh, a couple omissions that are a little surprising. Uh one is is Jonathan Amon, who plays for Nordschland in, in Denmark, and he's doing really well. Uh and he he was doing really well two years ago, um, established himself in the team, made a good name for himself in in Denmark, and then he was um he was injured for for much of last season the the end of last season he's come back he's come back strong he's scoring goals doing well so i i expected him i expected to see him here um another one is Romain gall who was a former uh usu 20 pool player who he he missed out on the world cup um i think it was the 2015 cycle because of it, it it sounded like maybe some character stuff like didn't didn't fit well with the team didn't wasn't fully in, involved on board, maybe with being a substitute at times. He was touted as being one of the most talented players in the pool, but maybe wasn't didn't have what it took to to maturity wise at that point. All very you know circumstantial. So I'm not saying anything romaine. You know, yeah. Sorry. However, no, uh, we didn't don't make know the you. Cup. We don't know
0: you, kid. This is just we what we're you. getting through the through, through we grapevine.
1: But, so he went back to MLS. He was in Europe. we got a
0: care package waiting for you. A, Follow us at WTP. Oh, man,
1: I don't know where you are from, but wherever you are from, we will send you things from there. Uh, he was in Europe uh, at as a teenager, I think in France, went back to MLS, assumedly for the safer route, you know, as an American. Yeah. Getting, I think he might be French-born, but it was the thought was, like, this will be a great environment for him. He went to the crew, didn't work out, he played a couple times, didn't really bet in with the team. Decided to try his luck in Europe again, so he went to Sweden. He was playing lower tier in Sweden, and has ascended. He's gotten two transfers up to the best team in Sweden, which is Malmo, and he uh, and he has been starting and scoring regularly for them. So he's up. He's scored a, a, a decent, a healthy tally already uh, this season, um, and and so he he looks like a, a, a pretty solid option, and, and like something's finally kind of happening there. Um, so I could see that you know you might want to leave him there to give him more exposure with the coaching staff maybe they don't have the international break thing going on to the same degree so they want to leave him having momentum but he's the, he's a player with the talent to make it in a in a big league um so he's he's someone who I would definitely have on on radar for for potential inclusion in the future but um aside from those two i mean i think i think the the exclusions overall are either defensible for whatever reason or are you know, it can, can easily be explained due to due to club commitments and end of season burnout for the MLS guys and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. So folks, it is time. Uh join us. Be sure to join us for this game uh versus Brazil and again for the game versus Mexico. Uh but right now it's time to zoom out a little bit. <laughs> do, do, do. Do, 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 do. The
1: Deuce is loose at last. The
0: Deuce has been let loose.
1: Gone fishing.
0: Gone fishing, folks. It's over. Clint Dempsey has retired, or announced his retirement, from the game of soccer. Uh, This is going to apply internationally and at the club level. He will retire uh, if he doesn't score, and if he hasn't already, for the Sounders. He will retire tied for the... All-time record of goals for the Seattle Sounders uh, in a three-way that tie. So? That is so. Three-way and
1: tie. Is it, is it Obafemi tie? Martins it's and Obafemi Roger and... Levesque?
0: I don't know who the third is. Or someone like uh, that? <laughs> so there. So it's a three-way tie. Freddie Montero and Clint Dempsey share the record for most league goals in a Seattle Sounders jersey. Oba Femi Martins is way up there as well. And then on the other side, <laughs> in a much more bigger deal, but just uh, is the fact that he's hey tied yo, first place. <laughs> Swame, uh, It's the fact he will be
1: tied first serve. place.
0: <laughs> Listen, man, we're grateful for you, Swame. Sorry, but go ahead. Enough. Sorry to interrupt. He will be. Li- he 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 will. Uh, he will retire tied even for all-time goals for the U.S. Men's National Soccer Team, tied with Landon Donovan, someone, some guy, Donovan.
1: Played a, little, um, played a long folks, time ago.
0: there will never be, the, the debate will never end over who is the greatest soccer player to ever play. Uh, as long as a third player, until a third player eclipses. For the Nats. What am I saying? Am I forgetting words to say? Folks, uh, we will continue to debate who is the greatest player for the Nats of all time until someone eclipses both of these players. It's a tie. It's over. Weston. 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 It's a tie. It's over. Tim Way. Yeah. Uh, Tim Way. Tim Way. Uh, listen, Clint, I just want to say on behalf of myself personally, uh, thank you for your service to this country. You you inspired me to play the game. You inspired me to do the pod. You inspired me to care about life on many levels. Uh, you're you're someone I admire deeply, and I know that lots of uh, the listeners out there admire you deeply as well. And if somehow this energy reaches you through the ether, I I wanted to bolster you in uh, what is next to come for you in life. Clint Dempsey, thank you so much for being you. Yeah,
1: it's 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 a rare athlete where you just think. Man, that guy did nothing wrong.
0: The not the only thing, th-
1: the only thing that you could critique him for, perhaps, was was not continuing on from you know his his years at Tottenham and trying to stick in the Champions League for longer. But he even that he came back to MLS at a point where MLS actually did kind of need a shot in the arm. He did deliver a shot in the arm, and he was incredible for the Sounders. Yeah. So.
0: I think it's like I'm really happy with the time at which he moved yeah. back, you know. If you look at like Bradley and and Aldador, right, right. they were they were disappointing, like, yeah. That was really disappointing. They were like yeah. peaking players. Whereas right. Dempsey was over the hump. He wasn't gonna do better at a better team. So he's a guy who really never did anything wrong except try to rap, which may have been a mistake.
1: The, uh not a mistake at all we're, we're all very glad for that uh he he uh, pardon me if i'm delivering any false facts here my understanding is that he he is the leading uh premier league american goal scorer of all time that's that's an easy yeah, one
0: that's true um
1: he he scored one of the greatest goals a, a yank abroad has ever scored which is a match winning laser from outside the area turning on a swivel against Juventus Ugh. in the semifinals of the Europa League to take Fulham to the Europa League final, which given that it's the Europa League can only get so epic, but it's pretty <laughs> epic for whatever that level is, given that it's against Juventus. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty uh, epic. He, he single-handedly established the thought that American field players could could be good. I mean, yeah. we, we we didn't have a hit like him before, and anyone who comes after him is going to benefit from the the tracks that that he laid down. And uh, he was l- the perfect literally, player, literally <laughs> in a
0: world where Donovan the tracks wait, <laughs> literally would be trained. Unintentional. tracks. Also, also pun in- pun unintended, pun now intended. Pun intended. The he yeah Donovan Landon Donovan did not do that for the American soccer player. Arguably a better field player uh, than 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 Clint Dempsey was. But Dempsey was a guy who, in the face of adversity, you know nobody scouted this guy as a kid. He wasn't even the best athlete in his own family, um, right, you right. know. And and the the guy just just repeatedly uh turns the tables throughout the course of his life turns the tables, changes minds, and reminds coaches that winning is important and Dempsey is synonymous with w's and that has, that that is
1: a an... the dude wins the dude he's, wins he's a winner amazing uh, and and you mentioned it a little bit the he uh his family underwent the tragedy of losing his sister when his sister was a was a teenager. Which enabled his family to be able to afford to send him to, uh, you know, s- travel soccer teams and academies and things like that. And so a lot of his and success by send and we said, mean drive, 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 drive yeah, exactly. both ways six hours. So. Right, yeah, exactly. Whatever it is, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And and he has said that uh, he you know he couldn't have done it without that boost, and so he has an obligation to to live his career to the fullest because of a sacrifice that was made for him to do that. Um, And the, the, the people who, who had to give something up in order for him to do that. And he, you saw that embodied in every action that he took, you know, from, you know, cracking every season, getting benched at Fulham and then coming back to be the star player by the end of the year, and then going to Tottenham and getting benched and having to make his way onto the field. And, um, you know, having to scrap onto the U.S. national team, go into a, a s- sort of second-tier soccer college and somehow making it in, in MLS and for the Nats. And then on the field, when you have a player who can have a bloody nose and play for, you know, the majority of a game with a, with an actual broken nose and have to get it reset after the game, you have a player who comes out so fast in a World Cup match that the opponent isn't even ready. Scored in the a fastest World Cup goal match.
0: ever scored for us in a World Cup.
1: Yeah, uh, I think it's the maybe the fifth fastest ever in a world cup thirty, thirty-three 33 seconds 34 seconds against Ghana so uh, an absolute legend and we we owe a lot to to his hard work because for every piece of success that he had he grounded out so I have nothing but respect for for Clint Dempsey and I, I hope that you know apropos of our conversation earlier I hope that we're able to transition into this new era where our players do have the resources and do have the the support that they need to be really successful without losing that edge. Because I I, I just think it's a uniquely American, very badass, very yeah. um, very sort of self-reliant trait to, to yeah. be able to grind like that. And I think that our players should be known as players who are willing to do that. Yeah. Those, those, you know, hardworking, uh, never give up, never say die players, who also happen to have elite technical skills because they were in these, these academies. And Pulisic is on his way to doing that. He has, he has some toughening up to do, but I, I, I see that kind of um, reputation in his future.
0: Sure. Eh, I don't know about it. I actually might, I might push you on that. I definitely okay. see Pooley as a Donovan and Weston as a Dempsey. Ooh, Weston I is somebody I who nobody was talking about, is just a couple years behind, you know, but is, like, is making it happen for himself. But truth be told, with this group of players, we don't know the
1: Dempsey yet at this age Dempsey wasn't That's around. Right. That's right. That's um, right. Yeah, so, I think he made his debut around this age. So he, he I think he made his debut at 22 or 23. Um, yeah, so he, he had a great rookie season in MLS and then started getting call-ups and started scoring and stuck with the team for 12 years. You might it's, say it's
0: yeah, you might say a
1: Roldan or a, or even a Shaq Moore uh, but sure, but... sure. But nothing nothing changes your team than like a striker. You know, nothing, nothing affects the way that you approach games, like having a dynamic playmaker who can, who can change a game. And not only is Dempsey a great finisher, but he's a great provider as well. And we've seen that in some of the, some of the, um, the, the connection that he's had with, with so far, where either he's getting on the end of Polisic's assists or vice versa. Um, and they, they both have that, that sense of space. That's just like totally unteachable, but so, so many great moments. Thank you, Deuce. And also, um, (laughs) <laughs> you have the question remaining of this record. So, Landon Donovan got a testimonial game, which was after the twenty fourteen World Cup against. Yes, he did. Uh, this Ecuador. is a good
0: point. Now the sh- now now the the shoes on the other hand, eh?
1: Shoes on the other hand, Brussif. So they have <laughs> to. They they have to give Dempsey a testimonial game. They will. They just not. have to. They will not. But they maybe they won't. They because will not. Does, does Landon still yield all of this power from being they the, the, the veteran of the past?
0: It's the only appropriate way for this story to end is with them being like, well Don, uh, Dempsey, you know the timing's a little different now. we're in a new cycle and it's honestly it's just never going to come up. Dempsey's never going to ask for that. It's never going to happen. It's never going to come up, dude
1: um, I, I will go on record and say that it's an injustice if he does not at least get the invite. We 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 have no idea to to know whether he's gotten the invite or not. I could absolutely see him saying, "Nah, I'm good. Like I don't I don't want all that attention." Yeah, just gonna go fish. So, just
0: gonna go fish.
1: Um, so I could see that, but it would be it would be poetic in a tragic way, you know, like a tragic poem. Yeah. Uh, if his if that shot against Trinidad that was you know two inches from from going in ends up being the thing that separates him and Landon from <sighs> from eternal. From eternal distance, and they're they're just inexorably linked in this way that carries controversy forever. We saw that with the with the goat debate from this yeah. summer. Messi yeah. and Ronaldo both failing at the same <laughs> stage in the tournament that was supposed to decide who was who was the greatest.
0: <laughs> they both um, sucked,
1: and they both sucked, right. and and yeah, it's it, so so it would it would be poetic and a and kind of beautiful in a in a story significance way yeah. if that were the case. But um, most of all thank you and and i just can't wait to see what all of these kids who were inspired by Clint growing up turn out to be and how they modify and adapt the way that they play and their style and their mentality and their approach because of his example because that yeah. that's really going to be his legacy
0: Clint thank you thank you thank you Ty should we uh get back in here uh get out of get out of our our dream state unfortunately we just we can talk about Clint as long as we we want to but we, it's got to end at some point. It's, a, it's
1: over. It's, 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 it's Josh's team now. It's
0: Josh's team now, Josh. Let's see it. And by Josh, we don't mean giassi Zardes.
1: Ty, <laughs> it's uh, Josh's yeah. team now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's Joshies. <laughs> Joshies! Uh, what was it? It was when somebody's... So, someone, uh, I, could, someone's pronunciation of Giassi and Josie for oh, Jassi Zardes and Josie Altador was, Zara, Zandose, yes. was yeah. like indistinguishable. Now we've yeah. got Joshie, Jassi, and Josie. Indis-
1: Joshy,
0: All indistinguishable. Joshie, 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 They, they um, should I, be
1: known as one unique gender pronoun. Joshie. <laughs> <laughs> I identify Joshi. as Joshie. I identify as <laughs> Joshie. They them Joshai.
0: <laughs> they them, <judge> them. <laughs> Uh Tie hopes and fears, hopes and fears. Let's hopes jump into and a fears. little. Oh hopes
1: my God. And fears. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry, Giassi I'm sure you're a nice guy, but I just have to fear Giasi Zarda's hat trick. Mm. I just have to fear it.
0: That's a worthy fear. Uh,
1: I just, I just want us to to move on, and I don't want us to get um, distracted temporarily and and sort of. Uh, uh, deceived by, by momentary brilliance because we, we know what, what's there. We, we already know what's there. Um, so sorry, sorry, Jossie. I'm sure, I'm sure you're, you're a great guy. I'm glad you're around to teach, to teach the younger kids.
0: Yeah. I, I, I love you, Will Trapp. And, and I, I love you, Eric Lehigh, but I am just going to throw a hope out there for a little Tyler Adams armband
1: oh spicy meatball i think i the, love it
0: i mean the kids got all the captain like will trap has been our consummate young captain
1: yeah like, exactly oh he
0: shows all the qualities of having a of being a captain so white when midfielder. a young when a young guy gets <laughs> yeah.
1: like the like, what white midfielder <laughs> <laughs> yeah, So
0: that's unfortunately true. <laughs> unfortunately Level-headed young the guy, he's white-skinned and pass mainly a passer. Um, but no, man, like you know, and, and I can, Eric Lehigh cerebral, cerebral, right? Eric Lehigh, based on age, uh, would would get it. You know, maybe a, I don't know, but but I would I would love to see Tyler Adams. I think he's a, he's a legitimate shout for captain in the future. Maybe even a Weston, but I go Tyler. So that's that's my hope. Uh, for this yeah, I want to
1: see. I want to see that handed out as a as an incentive and a reward. You know, I want I want it to be that these this core. Let's say the core is Brooks, Adams, McKenny, Polisic, something like that. Those are yeah. those are our, our top on the team sheet guys. Um, and i want i want them to have to kind of fight for it continually and and yeah. to 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 notice to know that their contributions and their actions on the field are are establishing who ends up getting that,
0: that yeah honor. also to explicitly uh, to explicitly have a maturity off between these guys would be good I yeah think.
1: exactly exactly um, oh i can't wait for adult john brooks that that's a great hope actually so john brooks is now um, 26, 25, 26. Uh, he has been the the young guy pairing with one of the older veterans, you know, Omar or or Cameron or Beisler for a long time. Uh, he's done great in that role. So whenever he's been healthy, he has been great. Um, he's had a lot of great moments in the U.S. shirt, including an amazing World Cup goal. So he, you know, he has he's an incredible talent. He's, he's exactly what you want as a center back. But now is the time in his career, both at club level and with the national team that he has to get beyond the I need help category and into the I give help category. Yeah. So now you need to be able to pair him with an EPB or CCV and and have them seem to be playing better because he's around giving them advice. So, and I know that's that's hard for Brooks's personality, but I think that can develop even for personalities like that and it's going to have to happen because we just can't have these these older guys around anymore as much as we used to.
0: Yep, you're right on schedule though, Brooksy. Now's the time. You're not late to the party, to the maturity off. Uh now's the time. Make that move, buddy. Be that
1: guy. Well, put 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 those video games away. You know, clean up your room. Polish that resume. Call your mother. Get out. You're an adult. Hashtag adulting, John.
0: Hashtag adulting.
1: <laughs> Folks, uh John, I'm... you did the dishes? <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, a, I'm not a child anymore, mother, says John Bruce, and he, and, he, and he hands to her a package of, of produce that he picked up at the store for her.
1: This, he's what's he's a drinking a what's glass a of Merlot.
0: <laughs> yeah, what's a mother's, like, like blow your mind fantasy of, of, their, of their child's maturity? Like, like, he's, like, what, like, helping her with her emotions? what is it? What is it? Is this a bad sign about me that I can't even come up with an example of a mother's blow your mind with like Like, a funny
1: example of something, that how to blow your mother's mind with your maturity.
0: I can't even, I'm at like a total loss. I'm
1: like, I'm fucking, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm barely there. I'm barely there. Coughing dust up. I just love it. I just love
0: it. When, uh, you know, when, when someone joins a conversation, you have to, a third joins, and uh, you don't, for whatever reason, have to explain what you're talking about. They just fit right into the convo, um, oh, and I love that. I in contrast to all the many times the opposite happens, uh, I love it when I love it when um, I, when a, a an article of clothing sort of seems to fold itself. I have a certain jacket whose pockets are at just the right places, and when I fold it, it all. It's like it wants to fold, and I like that a lot. And you know, and you know, I love it when my uh, when my pillow is fluffed just right. But I don't love any of that shit as much as Ooh. I love you, Clint Dempsey. Thank you, Clint Dempsey. Thank
1: you, Deuce. It's we the people. It's we the
0: people. It's we the people. It's we the. people celebrates G.I.C. No one celebrates G.I.C. Hey!